so we are continuing with with um, the concept of the hashgacha, uh, namely the coat of a klali. Can anyone uh, remind me of what's the difference between the coat of a klali and the coat of haishi? We discussed this a little bit last time because um, we have to be careful when when we. You know, which qu- questions we ask during which parts, which, which uh, chapters? We're in the coat of a klali right now. What's the difference in the coat of a klali and the coat of a ishi? Anyone? How do you translate that? Coat of means a pole, like a like a uh, like an axis, something that everything spins around, everything operates in a certain um, premise. Mm-hmm. And coat of a klali means the general principle, mm-hmm. and coat of a ishi means the particular principles. Meaning specific principles. Mm-hmm. So we spoke about last time that Kotova Klali is something that's going to be applicable to every single person. Mm-hmm. Right? Doesn't make a difference who you are. So well, this is all Hashkacha. This entire, everything we're discussing here is Hashkacha, right? So you're saying pra- practice is specifically the individual, no? Or is that Hashkacha practice as a whole? Um, so Hashkacha practice means that every person. Sorry, I'm sorry, was it? What? Uh, uh, I'm using this one. Hashgacha um, protus means that every person, depending on what they do, are going to get a different um, response from Hashem. Right? Okay. Now that itself then subdivides into a kot of a klali and a kot of a ishi. Mm-hmm. Kot of a klali means the general uh, conduct. General conduct means where what Hashem does towards every single person, and that is namely what we discussed last time is um, uh, let's call let's call zeroing out the balance sheet, right? Um, which is because the people are it's a binary result. You either make it into Olam Abba <coughs> or you don't make it into Olam Abba. And making it to Olam Abba means that you join the um, entity of perfected beings, people who are close to Hashem. So there, people cannot have Averos on their hands. People cannot have Chatoim. And part of the reason is, I guess it's important to discuss now, because um, we're going to need it for later in this in this year, is if a person, uh, let's say, let's say theoretically, one could ask, why? Why not? Let, let Hashem be nice. Uh, let let him let everybody into all Mabah, right? So what's going to happen is you're going to have a person. Let's say the person is a murderer, right? So he doesn't value life. He doesn't value existence. He can't relate to Hashem, who is the source of existence, and is as alive as we much more alive than we could ever imagine right so this person is gonna is gonna that the fact that he has murder on his on his the fact that he has blood on his hands is gonna prevent him from being able to be close to Hashem okay so either that uh, that sin has to be expunged either through tshuva certainly that would be the best of tshuva right or if not through tshuva, because through tshuva he he fixes it, he makes it. We're not discussing right now tshuva, but we are going to talk about the concept of tshuva, right? Later on, 
Um, so that's an act, that's an actual way of cleansing oneself, of removing that, right? Of remove making it that he no longer has that. Or alternatively, like we said, is Yisurim. Okay, and we're going to discuss today exactly how that happens. Okay, it's important to understand that it's not simply um, punitive. It's not. It's not simply uh, somehow Hashem punishes and then what? Uh, how does? How do Yisurim actually do that? But right now we're just going to say, you know, it does. Uh, punishment somehow removes those uh, those averos, right? Or cancels them out, whatever it may be. Another person can join the um, congregation of perfected beings uh, in Olam Alternatively, if a person is not going to make it to Olam so we said Hashem is, is a just um, uh, judge, he would not deprive anyone of a reward that's, that's coming to them, right? So therefore, therefore, uh, somehow, even if a person is a Russia, he still has to get paid out. So that's, that's going to be in the Kota Vakhlali is dealing with this fundamental thing, balancing the spreadsheet, I mean, making everyone either into tzaddikim, right, I mean, to- totally clean, cleansing them so that they could be normal, or on the contrary, paying them off entirely for, for all their little bits of, aver- of mitzvahs that they have, and then, and then, and then they have. Uh, and then they do not get all of them, right? So that's the Okot of Akhlali, that every is going to be applicable to every person. Black and white, Tzadik, Russia. By the end of by the end of the game, right? But by the time the person's in Olam Haba, to get to Olam Haba, you have to not have any avarice on your hands. Really? Okay. And that's what we discussed last time. I didn't realize it was like completely wiped clean. So that's what we're saying. So yeah. right, okay, you can't be close to Hashem. Hashem is, Hashem is perfect. You can't, you can't be close to Hashem if you have, if you have a virus on your hands, right? I, I wasn't aware of that. Okay, so let's review that quickly, right? So Yosef uh, is asking for a quick review. So that's, what, so that's what he says. And being that, almost everyone is some sort of a mixture right. of good and bad. We live in a world of. Confu- you know, just like the, the world itself around us, after, certainly after the sin of Eitz Das Tovara, everything is a Tairovus, everything is a mixture of Tovara, right? So people, almost every single person, is some sort of a mixture of the two. So that's why, and certainly there will be people that, that are a mixture of the two, so that's why there's a need to somehow um, remove the Averis from the people that are going to make it to al and to remove the Schusim from the people that are going to be destroyed, that are not going to make it to al Right? So the way that that happens is that the people that are going to get al right? And we spoke about last week that that perhaps even, according to Rabbeinu Tam, is the judgment that happens on Rosh Hashanah if a person is a Ben Olam Haba, a person is a Tzaddik, right? He gets Chaim, that means he's a Ben Olam Haba. So then... The aver, any avers that he has have to be expunged in this world. Or, that, that, that was step number one that we dealt in Gimel. Right, so they're going to be expunged in this world, he's going to be left clean, and he gets into Olam like Rabbi Akiva did. Right? Or, alternatively, uh, if a person is a Russia, mm-hmm. but he has some mitzvahs, he's going to get paid out in this world, he's going to make money, he's going to have power, he's going to be happy, he's going to... Uh, <coughs> enjoy pleasures and that'll be uh, and then 
that'll be the end of that, right? Uh, then um, we 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 discussed that this is the determination of Tzadik Russia is Alpirova Maisim, but Rova Maisim does not mean important to be aware of this. Uh, it does not mean and he's going to say that very clearly today in Osei. It does not mean simply numbers, right? It doesn't mean counting up numbers. Uh, it also means the quality of the mitzvahs that we do, right? It's the, it's the so Rova Maisi means the the just majority, the defining characteristic of the person, the other the, the characteristic, the, the definition of the person is the person overall. When you put everything together, you see primarily. An Eved Hashem, or is he primarily a selfish person? And it's a very difficult question to answer, right? Even if a person spends most of his time doing mitzvahs, not necessarily does that does that define him as being a. Uh, sorry, can you guys uh, mute your mics to somebody over there? That's there. We go. Thank you. Um, okay, so that uh, so we don't have the necessary scales, necessary equipment to weigh up um, the different mitzvahs, the different averes that we do, etc. To know only Hashem can can make this type of a judgment call, which makes sense, right? Um, certainly, we can't make that decision about other people, but even about ourselves, we can't really tell. That's why Chazal warned us that a person should never be confident in himself that he's a tzaddik. Right? Nor should a person ever condemn himself that he's a Russia. Right? Rather, a person should view himself as a Benoni and as someone who needs to keep on striving for more and more perfection and closeness, greater and greater closeness to Hashem. That's, that's step number one. But that, in Ozdaladan, Ramchal introduced a whole new level of kindness that Hashem did for us, which is called Gehenim. Because the stains that are meant to be removed, um, through Yisurim and Olam are only limited in how bad of a stain you can remove with regular detergents. Right? So, so Hashem introduced Gehenim where it's a much more powerful cleansing process that can remove much deeper stains and uh, allow a lot, lot, lot more people into Olam than would be there otherwise. So that's, you know, contrary to people thinking that Gehenim, in fact, Chazal say that the Rishoyim of of uh, of Klausrel are are uh, different than the Rishoyim of the Umus Haolam because uh, the Rishoyim of Klausrel uh, on the gates of Gehenim they they praise Hashem and, and, and they they say that He's righteous etc and and uh, you know really even there's a gratitude to be had for Hashem for having made Gehenim. Because it's a vehicle to help. Um, what he says is instead of the minority of people should make it to a boy, it'll be a majority of people that make it to most most people. Now, obviously, we have to be cognizant of you know not to not to let our guard down, right? Uh, if we can imagine how many yisurim there are in this world, how terrible they are, and then we're saying that that. Uh, Gehenim is for those that cannot be removed from this world, so certainly not anything we want to 
um, wave away, right, and kind of say like, oh, okay, no problem, I'll just kind of be an okay Jew and I'll, you know, anything I need, Gehenna will take care of it, right? We definitely don't want to do that, but but certainly want to be grateful to Hashem for having put that safety net in there for a lot of people. And we're going to see more and more safety nets in this parak. Hashem is going to keep on layering through His uh, tremendous mercies. He's going to keep on adding more and more pathways for people to make it to Olma Ba. So the, basically the first one that we heard of, that's like for really, really big tzaddikim. Just a person who is has so many mitzvahs and so few averis that those averis can be expunged in this world and that's it. Like he's just, that's like we said last time, that's Rabbi Akiva um, that after he was tortured to death by the Romans, that was enough for him. That was, he was, he was ready to come into Alma Ball right away. Um, okay, so that was Old Dalit. So we are picking up here. Rabbi, Sh- Rabbi Shulman, sorry. Yes. Um, you had met, uh, the Rabbi mentioned about the the concept of where the Rishoyim are paid by the currency of this world? Yes. Uh, did we go over the last time? What's the answer that's given about why that is acceptable tr- a trade currency? We did discuss it. The truth is that okay. uh, that, that we're going to kind of touch on it again in Vav, but I don't, mind, I don't mind to address it now because we we, we actually did jump ahead. i trying to remember who it was that forced us there. Maybe Ezra or somebody. Um, what a doubt. Blame, blame the guy wearing the uh, ski cap. Okay, so um, the I have COVID hair is getting unwieldy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So the see, this is the times that 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 uh, cheap's case like myself that I, you know, I haven't been to a barber in uh, I know, I, probably twenty years. I just just my wife just buzzes my hair, and that's the end of it. So anyway, so um, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we, we we discussed last time that a person really once you define what the person is, right? Who the person is, then you also define what um, what this mitzvah represents for him, right? We can all understand that a person who is let's say one person sees a poor person in need and. His heart really cries out for this, for this Tzalem Malukim, for the son, of, son, you know, son of the Creator, for for, for his brother, for 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 uh, Anishama who who he needs, and he takes out his wallet and he gives him generously, you know, that um, versus someone who's walking by and is just annoyed and just doesn't want to be bothered with this person, and just takes out some money and he and, and sticks it into his hand, and couldn't care less, right? That that second person. That action, although he gave the same $100, right? But that action is so superficial to what he is that, you know, we'd be surprised if he'd be paid with anything but, but a pastrami sandwich, right? That, that, that action does not uh, speak to, to his essential self. That action was a maisa mikra. It was a happenstantial action that the person did. And being that the, the action that he did was a happenstantial action, uh, it, it, you know, something that doesn't define him, so then it's appropriate that he should be paid out in this world, which is a world of 
mikra, meaning it's a temporary world, right? Everything in this world, it comes and then it goes, right? You, you, get, you get a blessing in this world, you get money, you get health, you get whatever. It's temporary, right? In Olam everything is ba'etzim. Everything is essential. Everything is fundamentally so. This is what it really is. So, um, so the morale explains that people are gi- given for their external, superficial, mikra actions in this world, which is a world of mikra, of happenstance, and for their true definitional um, actions of who they really are, that a person is given in Olam which is uh, also ba'atzim, it's something that that, that uh, is lasting, right? So, a Russia. A Russia, once we define a person as being a Russia, uh, again, we can't do that, but Hashem can do that, but we can talk about theoretically a person who is a Russia. And that person who is a Russia, therefore any action that he does that's a mitzvah, is by definition just superimposed on top of him, right? Imagine you have a, you know, uh, you have a, a ball of wool, right? And, uh, and you just stick a piece of linen on top or whatever it is, right? So the linen is not a part of the ball of wool. It's a, it's a, it's a, extra, it's a superficial... happens to be sitting on top of it. I could blow it off, right? So, so for this person who's a Russia, this Maisa Mitzvah is not a part of who he is, right? So therefore, he'll get paid in a, in a, in a, in a Mikra Dika way as well, in a, in a happenstance way as well, which means he's going to get reward in this world. Does the Mitzvah sorry? open him up? Does the Mitzvah? Open them up in any way? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. If the if this mitzvah changed him to become a tzaddik, then then now we're talking about a tzaddik. But meaning it's like it but assuming that it didn't, right? I mean, we're talking. About, let's let's assume it didn't. He stayed in Russia. He did a superficial action mm-hmm. for whatever reason. He felt guilty. He he had, so yeah. on some level he wanted to do the mitzvah. Let's say on some depth of it, but deeper inside it was rotten, right? I mean, the person. He's a rotten person. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of really bad things. He did this one good thing. Mm-hmm. So this one good thing is definitionally not who he really is. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's going to get paid out in the world of Sheker. In the, wor- in, the, in the world, when we say that uh, this world is a world of Sheker, this world is a world of lie, it doesn't mean, oh, it's all, this world is all uh, lie, it's all n- nonsense. It's all. No, uh, it means it's not lasting. When we say that uh, this world is Alma de Shikra, Mm-hmm. Right, the world of, of lies. It doesn't mean in an, in an, in the negative sense of lie, something that's the you know opposite of not true. That you're, you're deceiving me or whatever. You're pulling the wool over my eyes. It means it's temporary. A person is rich. A person is healthy. A person is successful. They're all these are all temporary things. That's what it means shaker. Yeah. So he did a, a temporary action. He did. He happened to have done that one thing. So that's so he's gonna get paid out. In this world, it's also a temporary thing. Whereas, um, what's going to happen to him in the future, that has to do with who he really is. So he's really a person who's detached from Hashem. So he's not going to be close. So he's not going to get to be normal. A tzaddik, on the other hand, is the other way around. He's fundamentally, he's a tzaddik. He slipped up. He did something stupid. He did, he did something he, he shouldn't have done. Right? So that is a superficial action. It's an external action. It's a micro action. It's a happenstance. So that he's going to get punished for that in this world, in the in the Amud in the in the, war, in the temporary world.
We're all somewhere in between that. No, we're all that. I mean, we're we're all either one way, one way or another. We're going to end up being judged again by the end of, by the end of your kipper. This past Yom Kippur, you were judged to either be a Rosh or a Tzaddik. One of those two. Or, or like a Tzaddik. I mean, Benin might be judged, get the judgment of a Tzaddik. If you do Tshuva during a Sersi Mei Tshuva, then Benin are judged like a Tzaddik. L'chaim. Okay. To life. I'm assuming that was the case with you. It's okay? very difficult to comprehend that. That what? A... I don't know, the majority of people being either or. It's just so black and white, it's difficult to Again, do, you have Again, a person can't be simultaneously deep, deep. We can look into the soul of the person. Mm-hmm. You can't be both selfish and, 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 uh, and yeah, altruistic, it, right? Tzaddik is set aside for What's the very, definition very, very of the person? No? The internal, the kernel of the person. Uh-huh. Who is he? Is he a servant of Hashem? Yeah. Or is he a servant of himself? It's got to, at the end of the day, it can be really close. But there's only one force governing inside. The inside of the person, there's somebody in charge. Okay. Okay. Yeah? When you weigh it all up, uh, at the end of the day... Something is more heavy than the other thing. Ef Charlotte Sam same. You can't, you can't, you can't find. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, right. Chazal uh, say that you, if you have um, many different gemoras where um, if two people walking into one general area, right? Uh, approximately, same, but but it's not that they walked in at, at exactly the same time. One of them must have walked in a drop earlier than the other. Right, so too with, with us, it, it can't be that it's a perfect stalemate. It's a perfect balance, exactly fifty-fifty. Okay. So the moment one of them is a little bit more than the other, that's who you really are, and everything else is not the real you. It can be cut away. Okay. Okay. So, um, the, uh, does that does that answer your question? As far as the, the, the summarize again, it sounds like the, the actual currency that when a person does an action, it has to be connected to the internal workings of who he is in order to actually subjectively realize the value of that currency. Because with the $100 example, it's it really is manifest into the world is it's $100. And that person took it out of his pocket and that's really what the mitzvah of tzedakah was. But what, it has to then be translated through the mensch himself of what he's being, what he's actually. What is he really doing? Right, action. right. The hundred dollars is not a big deal. Right, that's, that's not only a superficial action. Yes, correct, correct. The hundred dollars itself is not is, is not uh, the the main thing. The main thing is who who is doing this action. Right? Was this was this an action that that was connected? Deeply to you know, that connected this person deeply to Hashem or not? In fact, I'll mention there's there's a fascinating Rambam. The Rambam says that the Pshat in uh, the Mishnah Ratzak Kodesh Borchu Lozakos Es Yisrael Lefika Hibre Lahem Es Hamitzvus. Yeah, Hashem wanted to give merit to the Jewish people, therefore He gave us more. So says the Rambam, He gave us so many mitzvahs before Hashem were bothered. 
Ramam asked the question, everybody asked the kasha. What do you mean? Um, on the contrary, so many different mitzvahs, pretty hard to keep. Right? 630 mitzvahs, with all their subparts, with all their, you know, dukdukim and protim, and all the siagim, and all the fences, and all the, and all the takanus. This is, uh, yeah, you have to be a half a tamil chacham, just not, just, just not, to, just not to do a virus, right, by, by accident. So, what does that mean? Good question, Josh. Okay. So the Rambam, so the Rambam says, Hashem wanted to do this because that if a person finds a mitzvah where he deeply connects to the mitzvah and he can experience the divine through that mitzvah, that can be a channel for him to connect really high up. And for all we know, that may itself be that one, you know, that, that ladder that ends up making the difference for this person between whether he stays connected or not, right? Different people have a different Shosh and Hashama. For some people, this mitzvah resonates with them. For some people, that mitzvah resonates with them. And so Hashem wanted to provide us with so many different opportunities that we can find something that at least through that we can tap in and get some sort of a connection going and maybe that connection will be strong enough to where, to where this will be the, you know, the, the, the channel through which a person is going gonna, is gonna to be deemed a tzaddik. Okay? Um, so, so um, that's, uh, that's uh, the mitzvahs, the mitzvahs uh, being paid out in this world or in the next. Okay. So again, coming back to so, so, so far we've heard about Yisurim in this world, we've, we've heard about Gehenim. We haven't really discussed, so how do Yisurim, or Gehenim for that matter, either one, um, you know, so far we've been kind of talking about, listen, you do something wrong, you get punished for it, okay, that cancels out the, you know, that, that's fair, right, that's fair, we're talking about fair, right, but fair is between, between you and a judge. What about between you and your father? Why would your father want to punish you, right? He doesn't, forget about fair, right? Well, what, what's the... Just let it go, right? Why, why, why does it have to be like that, right? So, okay, so so judge said you can't let it go. Fine, but on a deeper level, says the, says the Ramchal, it's not only about being fair. It's actually about fixing. And that was the analogy we've kind of been using already about removing a, the stain, right? So a person does something wrong. As long as a person did something wrong, what does it mean they did something wrong? It means that they decided that... In this area, there's some other power or there's some other value that supersedes the value of the will of Hashem. Right? Whether it be my own taiva or maybe some powerful person out there. Maybe I'm scared of somebody. Maybe I'm intimidated. Maybe I want them to like me. Whatever it may be, right? Let's say I want, I want this person to like me. So I'm going to go and I'm going to do an Aveira so that the person doesn't think I'm a loser, right? So that means I think that this person's like, right? Uh, we're not talking about just a uh, uh, social media like. They actually like, really like me, right? That, that like is more important than Hashem liking me, right? So, that's, so this person has made a fundamental mistake 
in their assessment of the world, right? Um, they perceive that there's some power, some value that supersedes that of Hashem's will. So then the only way um, that that can be fixed then is for them to see the folly of that decision. When they, so to speak, sleep in that bed that they made, right, when they... When they uh, Go through that. Okay, fine. So you see, you, you think that this is what it is. You think that life is about having other people like you. Here, try this on for size, right? Try going through life, and that's of course why Hashem punishes Mida connected Mida. We know from last week's parsha, parsha Yisro. Why did Yisro come after he, having heard about specifically what? What did Yisro hear? Yamsuf, Kriyas Yamsuf, and and Mechamos Amalek. Very good. Oh. The Tumachon, the, the Tumachon Shlomo guys. Perfect. Represent. Machon Yaakov. Oh, okay. Machon Yaakov. The Machon guys, I apologize. I, I, I rubbed a, uh, a, a competitive bone in, uh, in, in Ezra's... Uh, yeah, okay. The, I'm allowed to make that mistake. If I was a Machon Shlomo guy, then I wouldn't be able to make that mistake. But Machon Yaakov, I'm allowed to make that mistake. Okay. Um, so... Um, so... Yeah, so why, why was that what brought Yisro to see that there's no other God like Hashem? Right now I know, says Yisro, there's no other God as great as Hashem. So the Orachim HaKadosh says, because he saw that Hashem punished them, Midi Keneged Midi. He punished the Egyptians, Midi Keneged Midi. Mm-hmm. Right? Why is it so unbelievable, Midi Keneged Midi? Because Midi Keneged Midi means that it's not simply that, listen, I got a big club, and then you be me, I hit him with a club. Right? It rather, media connected media means it's a way to fix, to fix everything. Right? Meaning the Yisurim that Hashem sends into the world are a rectification. Right? He, the, the, so the, the, nothing is ever out of control. Everything is like a surgery. Hashem is always doing everything to fix what's happening. Not just simply, you know, I'm in a fight, I gotta do, I'll grab this hammer over here and hit you over the head just to manage to when the fight, right, it's Hashem is perfectly in control and He's doing everything necessary to fix the mistakes that we make, which is Hashgacha Pratos, right? We make a mistake, Hashem, and then Hashem lets us experience what what that mistake feels like, and so to speak, when we get um, hit by that same stick, you know, that rock that we threw up in the air and falls on our heads, then we understand, oh, that was a bad idea. Right, so every time that we do something wrong, and there's a, a negative consequence from that, then that's revealed to the person. Oh, okay, that's not that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. Right, a person steals, and then then he, I don't know, his hand falls off. Right, so then, so then that's uh, he gets it. That's not a way to live. Right, you know. Um, um, was it uh, King Uza, right? He pointed at another, he killed him, and his hand turned into Tsaras, right? So you can't use your hands like that, right? So he got that message, loud and clear. Yeah? Um, so that's so that's what Yusurim do. Yusurim basically take the evil that we've introduced into the world, and in the language of Chazal, every time a person doesn't have air, it creates a negative angel, a malach havala, an angel, every angel has a unique nature, a unique characteristic, which is a spiritual 
manifestation, that negative belief, that negative uh, um, action that we did, right? Like we, like I said, either believing that something else has a power or a value that's greater than, than that of following the will of Hashem, right? So then, that same value is going to come back and bite him. And then the person realizes that this is no way to live. Okay, so that's how it cleanses a person. So now we see that it's not simply Hashem kind of settling scores with people, but rather it's a, it's a, um, it's a re- rehabilitation process. It's not just punitive, right? It's, it's a way to fix the, the mistakes that we made so that we can walk into Olam with the proper hashkafa, with the proper vision of things. Okay, um, that's uh, that's what he says in Os Hey, and then he says, and, and then and then so being that that's the case, and now we understand much better why some people um, can have yisurim in olamazeh, whereas for other actions, for other avarice that people have done, yisurim in olamazeh is not going to cut it, right? Because the like we said, the stain is so deep that that uh, that, that those yisurim are not going to be sufficient to to expunge. So that's why you need the fires of Gehenna. I mean, you see this. Right? Sometimes you have people they do things that are wrong, and no matter even if they're having negative consequences from it, right? But they just can't they just can't see that they they can't see, learn their lesson, right? So. In Gehenna, where the truth is fully revealed, where there's no fooling yourself or anybody else, it's so blatant, it's so powerful that uh, it, it it removes that. Okay, so that's the that's the deeper understanding of Yisurim. Any questions about Yisurim? It's it's an important one because we face challenges all the time. Again. We're going to see other reasons why a person might have challenges besides Yisurim. But one of them is Yisurim. Now, again, we have to remember, in the court of Aklali, in the general conduct, Yisurim in this world are reserved for who? Who gets Yisurim in this world? Tzadikim or Rishayim? Tzadikim, exactly. So, being that um, you you guys are all a bunch of Tzadikim, so I'm expecting that you're going to be coming to me and saying, what's going on? I'm having these Yisurim. And yeah, the Yisurim to remove, the, remove those, uh, those few of errors you have. A question. Maybe it seems a little strange. But, but the Yisurim follow of errors in time? To kind of, there's been this stain developed and then they follow it? Or... You know, like, I don't know if there's, you know, eight, eight down, we'll start, we'll no, 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 no. We're going to see very clearly that the the, the divine judgment. There's a court that convenes, uh, heavenly court with with uh, judges and everything uh, for, for for these types of things. Is it? Yeah. What? Rosh Hashanah. Not necessarily for Rosh Hashanah. Uh, Rosh Hashanah, but for 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 the for the Yisur, I mean, even though. I mean, Jeff was asking, being that Hashem knows everything, so maybe Hashem sometimes sends a person, you swim to cleanse him of Averos before he even did the Avera. Hmm. Right? 
So, so the answer is no. Mm-hmm. Also, Jeff, I think uh, con- conceptually it would be difficult to have to cleanse a person of, of an avera before they before they before they've taken uh, adopted that worldview. Right. Remember, it's it's a cleansing well, process. Maybe, right. Maybe one unjust and two not very educational. That yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Now that we see that it's not just simply, if it would be just evening the score on the board, so I could so I could give you credit for one, right? <laughs> um, to be to be to be exactly to to be to be uh, to be used up later on, right? But but being that it's a cleansing process, you can't cleanse. Even though Hashem is above time, but we're not above time. We're in time, right? So, so if, so if we don't yet have those stains, it wouldn't be wouldn't be a very effective cleansing process. No pre-wash. Yeah, but they they can go on for almost the entire person's life, right? So, that, does that mean that there was many different areas that needed to be cleansed? How, how exactly does that work? Because if a person has Yisurim for their entire life, basically. If a, if a, if a tzaddik, can a tzaddik have Yisurim his entire life? And if so, does that mean that he's continuously doing some of Eira? Like with David Amalek, right? He obviously was a very high-level individual. Yeah. He, he had one of the most difficult, if not the most difficult, maybe, I don't know, like life that a person had. So what it, what, how does that, what does that mean about him? You have to remember something. We all live with a tremendous level of divine mercy. If, if you, if we understood how much kindness Hashem does for us, mm-hmm. and yet how moment after moment, day after day, we wantonly disregard, I mean, you know, whether it be this, the, the constant mitzvahs of having a moon in Hashem, of loving Hashem, of ha- you know, having that... There's so many things that we do that um, that really are potentially deserve much greater punishments and cleansing than what we get anyway mm-hmm. because of the all the pathways of rachamim that Hashem puts into place. So with with bigger tzaddikim, Hashem sometimes takes away some of that rachamim and lets them operate on a more midas hadin level, which is actually. Uh, a greater thing for them because they get to come closer to Hashem through that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it means if David Melech suffered a lot in his life, that's because he, even he, David Melech, as great as he was, had certain short fallings here and there. Not full on Averos, he only did two Averos mm-hmm. in his life, but short fallings. He had, sh- he had short fallings. So for us, if, if a person has tremendous challenges, it's theirs. You have to remember, the, the, with the reason why we have challenges, there may be other reasons also. We don't know that necessarily a person who's having Yisurim in this world, right. we don't know for a fact that it's happening because of this topic right. that we're discussing right now. We're going to introduce in the Kote Vaishi a number of other reasons why a person might be having difficulties. And also, you know, people at this point, people usually ask me, wait a second, so you're telling me if I'm having something good happen to me, that means because I'm a Russian and I have no chaluk and all my boy and I'm just being, Hashem is just like paying me out and telling me to get out of here? So the answer is not really, because there's a number of other reasons why a person might be having something good happen to them. I mentioned last time, if you're doing mitzvahs, Hashem might want to facilitate that. Right. That's going to be introduced in the quote of Aishi later on, right? But if you knew that it's happening because of Kotava Klali, 
then that you know that that's what the coat of a clawly is out to do. Coat of a clawly is out to balance out the sheet, make it binary that people are either perfectly clean and, and making to a ball, or people are fully paid out and therefore can be dismissed. Okay. So it's, it's not that the individual keeps making mistakes, or is it? It, it means that the individuals, unfortunately, are making mistakes pretty frequently. Yeah, right. so that, that's a part of it, but it can also be the other part. Could of be other things. Yeah. Can good things also be a nisayon? Absolutely. Those are all going to be introduced in the Code of Aishi later on. Next parak. Okay? Here we're discussing just balancing out the... the you know, it's just math, it's just accounting, right? We're going to discuss all the unique reasons why this might... The point is to ask yourself like this. The question that you want to ask like this. Is this something that will happen to everyone? Or is this something that maybe happened to this person, but not to that person? So, for example, a, a challenge with money. This person's challenge, you get a lot of money, and it's a challenge for him to see if he's going to be a good person with that or not. But that's not necessarily going to happen to everybody, right? Okay, so that means it's going to fall into the category of specific uh, specific kind of kotova uh, ishi uh, unique uh, things right hashgacha uh, um, whereas this the balance sheet that's something that will be applied to everyone no one's getting into Omaba with the various on their hands nobody is getting is being shortchanged by Hashem right that's so that's that's uh, from the from the cult of a clawly. So, so this is generally on the system um, is, is it fair to say that you can never look at a person and know what's going on you cannot unless you're a prophet correct yeah Okay, Raboisai, so we are we are up to Os Vov. Um, you, you, you'll notice that there was a lot of emotional processing. We, we, we covered probably one-third of what I thought we would cover, which is perfectly fine. It's because you guys are digesting. I would advise that you invest a little bit of time throughout the week as well to try to digest some of this material because these are questions that we live with on a regular basis. People have good things happen to them. People have bad things happen to them. They want to know why are they happening how do I relate to them? So try reading it, try chewing on it, digesting it, um, because it's uh, there's an, there's going to be an emotional component as well to, to this part. Okay. Thank you. Be well.